Hello and welcome to Walk the Pod, your daily walking show where I take my podcast for a walk because I don't have a dog. Take 10 minutes out of the day to walk in nature and to pay attention to what's directly in front of you with me, Rachel Wheelie, on a mission to bring back the lunch break. You are very welcome along. This is the 12th episode, series 28. We are talking about rest. I have found it transformational to restrict myself in uh, responding to emails recently. That's a type of creative rest I created for myself. Um, Why is it creatively restful? Well, if I'm only allowed five sentences to respond to every single email that I get, I can get through them a lot quicker. And also it means I have to be a lot more thoughtful about what I'm going to say in order to get it into the character limit that I have the artificial character limit that I have created for myself. It's very good and and I've always been surprised by the side benefits of making decisions like this. So uh, thank you for indulging me in this series exploration of rest. I'm finding it extremely helpful. Welcome to Walk the Pod. We were talking about emotional and social rest yesterday. I was talking about um, making sure that we think carefully about which friendships we keep, which ones are perhaps too much of a one-way street, which ones are perhaps not as good as they once were as well. That's another thing, you know. Friendships can go off like milk. (laughs) Which of your friendships are like milk? And are they fresh milk or are they sour milk? Think about that today, poddies. Um, And I highly encourage you to uh, have a change of focus if, if if you want to achieve more social and emotional rest. Simply focus on the people in your life who ask nothing of you. Do not wish you to change in order to be their friend and support you in everything that you do. And as I said yesterday, it's not necessary to win people over. Simply spend time with people and focus on the ones who accept you just as you are. Flaws and all, because we all have plenty of those. So, the, the, the slightly cliched thing that I wanted to add to that is that an empty cup cannot pour. Now I'm sure you've heard that before and I'm sure it does come across as a massive cliche but it's absolutely true. We have to look after ourselves first in order to be able to look after others and in order to be able to contribute to the things we want to contribute to. So that's why the self-care movement has taken off in recent years. It's because people have suddenly realised en masse that we have got to maintain our own health, physical and mental, in order to contribute to the world. My argument about spiritual rest at the beginning of the series was that spiritual rest, or being part of something that is bigger than you, is not actually rest at all. It is, in fact, awe, and should not be conflated with rest. However, 
I have to say that today, as I'm walking along the cycle path, I don't agree with that. I think that it is restful to allow yourself to be part of something bigger than you. It is restful to be able to take a very broad, wide and sort of stood back perspective on the earth and see that actually no matter whether I get those quarter three requisitions in or not, it will still be turning. This is why it's good to get out at lunchtime to uh, walk out under the blue sky of SW19 and actually enjoy the fact that despite all the things that have been whirring around at work this morning, stuff's still going on. People are still walking around looking happy because it's sunny. People are still cycling in their little shorts and having a lovely day. And so the stress and anxiety is an offer. It is work offering to impact on my mental health and I can reject that I can say no thank you I'm going to have a lovely day and that is part of what my get out at lunchtime for a walk and 10 minutes walking in nature is all about so if we are to try to enhance our spiritual rest perhaps there's something to be said for trying to find things that are bigger than us to get involved with whether that is working for an organization which has existed for hundreds of years before you joined it and knowing therefore that the difference you're going to make is going to be kind of negligible really well not negligible but you know a brick in a wall you're not going to be building an entire thing on your own that can be quite spiritually restful uh visiting ancient trees or ancient buildings which have been there for thousands of years very spiritually restful to think this has this has endured uh, through all of the craziness of all of the last hundreds of years of stuff that's happened it's still here despite everything I'm reminded of the total perspective vortex a lovely concept that Douglas Adams put into one of his books can't remember which one now could be the restaurant at the end of the universe and uh, and talks about what it would be like if the most egotistical amongst us could see ourselves in relation to the rest of the universe. The only being to survive the total perspective vortex being Zaphod Beeblebrox, who it turned out was the most important thing in the, in the universe, which was uh, hilarious. But this zoomed out perspective is very useful. There's a beautiful uh, image which you can Google. Um, which now I'm going to get all the details of this wrong because I have only just thought of this. I have not done any research, but it is called something like the small blue dot or tiny blue dot. And it is Earth, um, a photograph of the Earth taken from, I think, Voyager, um, which which was a, a satellite slash spaceship slash camera Robin, Robin in New Zealand is putting his head in his hands at this moment, going, Rach, come on, this is basic, basic stuff. Um, Voyager was, uh, well, uh, you know, Voyager, which was cast out of the Earth to travel as far as it could get, and it took a picture of the Earth from a distance, and this image called a tiny blue dot was beamed back to Earth and reminds us that we are but a moat of dust floating in the uh, gargantuan universe so really whatever it is that's bothering you doesn't matter bodies doesn't matter at all 
that's the kind of spiritual rest that I would like you to get on board with. What types of spiritual rest do you indulge in? If you have a faith, please let me know what it is and what it means to you and how it helps you rest spiritually, if that's how you feel it contributes to your life. Walkthepod.com, press the button mark message, leave me 59 seconds of your beautiful voice or email rach at rachelwheelie.com. I would be fascinated to hear what types of spiritual rest you enjoy. Before I go, I just want to talk a bit about what I can see directly in front of me, for this is an extremely good form of spiritual rest, potentially, just to take my mind out of my emails and my laptop and people wanting to know what I think we should do about a certain thing at work, and instead actually just pay attention to what's here on the cycle path, and just pay attention to that for a few minutes in order to rest my poor fevered brain. Um, What I can see is somebody in a leather hat uh, doing some gardening out of the back of their cottage. People who live on the cottages adjacent to the cycle path often come out the back doors of their cottages, do a little bit of gardening in the meadowy bit, um, outside the bit that is their actual garden, which is rather lovely. So the work that they're doing means that passers-by can enjoy a little bit of their garden spilling out of their actual garden onto the cycle path verges. It's rather beautiful. It's the most beautiful day in the world. A large sky spider has um, laced a web across the horizon. It is absolutely stunning. It looks like somebody's dashed a moat of cream into some coffee and it's, it's that kind of uh, smudged cloud in the sky today. I will take a picture of it and put it on the Discord server in a channel called cloud spotting if you would like to see that picture uh, you need to join the walk the pod walking club and the walk the pod walking club is a lovely community of walkers from all over the world we have members in the netherlands and also in new zealand and spain and many uh, walkers in the uk as well it is a little fledgling community that i'm building one potty one very important potty at a time rachelwheelieisfunny.com if you'd like to join. It's very cheap to join at the moment. You can join for 350 a month or five Great British pounds a month or whatever the equivalent is in your local currency. And when those two slots have gone, it will become more expensive. Um, so get involved. Join early and join the happy crew of walkers who at the moment are discussing Uh, the best types of steps to walk up in order to get a bit of cardio into their day. Thank you for walking with me. It's been an absolute delight to stretch my legs with you this lunchtime. Dear poddies, and I wish you a very pleasant afternoon. I can't wait to come back to bring you episode 13 tomorrow, where we will continue our discussion of rest. And do get in touch if you'd like to contribute to the topic. Take care of your beautiful mind. Look after yourselves and each other and keep up the good walk.